Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Adam and Steve, not... Adam and Eve. The podcast you need in your life. Yep. Yeah, right? Because we just talk about whatever we want to do. <laughs> like, literally whatever we want. Really. Um, Adam, how are you doing today? Um, you know, uh, not the greatest, <laughs> I feel like, given the current events. But uh, before we get into that, let's uh, introduce our guest today. Yeah. So, guys, we have a special guest for you guys. So, um, but we should tell them what we're going to talk about yeah. first, right? Yeah. So, what are we talking about? Like a little health and fitness. Let's get physical. <laughs> I had to do that. Well, anyway, so we have our friend Jonathan Ibrahim. Jonathan Ibrahim. I said that right, right? Yes, you did. Yeah, All right. Did. Well, he is like a health and fitness like professional. Yeah. I, I mean, if you want to call me a professional, well, sure. I mean, you you are, I think, right? You do this for a living, so. Yeah, no, yeah. This is definitely a, a passion of mine and something that I went to school for, so yes. Yeah. So then you're a professional. Yes. All okay, right. Sure. So, so you consider yourself a personal trainer? Yeah, um, a do, little, do I, would call... say, I would say a little more. I think there's a stigma with personal training mm-hmm. or saying that you're a trainer because anybody can say that they're a trainer if they have a great body. So I would... Or not. Or not. Because <laughs> we have been uh, seeing that during this quarantine where people be like, oh, look at my clearly, workouts. Clearly. Yeah. Um, so I would say that I'm more of a, um, a health and fitness professional as well as a nutrition coach or counselor, yeah. okay. if you will. Like all of the above. Yeah. 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 I think that's good. That's important because nutrition is like so important. It's so important. Because you can be doing everything you're supposed to be doing and have like a horrible diet and you won't see results. I mean, have you... Have you witnessed everything on quarantine? Yeah. Like, yeah. How yeah, many yeah. times have you gone to the kitchen and opened the fridge like 20 times a day? I've been getting oh, real good, yeah, though. Yeah. Like, I've been My six-pack is no longer six-pack. <laughs> right. It's like two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So now that we've introduced our special guest, so before we get into all that, we're going to talk about like just like a couple of current events, right? Yeah. So I guess before we get into like the George Floyd thing, because it would be really remiss of us if we did not, we have to like yeah. get into that. Definitely. But let's start with Memorial Day weekend, um, last weekend. Yeah. So what did you do, Jonathan? Um, I was actually working all weekend. So um, during the quarantine, a couple of my clients have fled Los Angeles that are L.A.-based. Yeah. And they've gotten um, rental properties away from L.A. So I have a client in Palm Springs. So what I do is I'll actually drive to Palm Springs and I will meal prep for my client. So my client has healthy meals throughout the week. Oh, that's cute. Girl, so come over and meal prep. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> where, were you at, where were you at when I was getting married, bitch? Like bridesmaids. <laughs> bridesmaids. No, that's great. So um, I was basically working all weekend. I wasn't really, you know, doing much other than um, maybe laying out by my mom's pool for a few hours, but that was... That was about well, it. Well, at least you had a pool to I lay know, out at. I know. Ugh. We were stressed about that. We were like, <laughs> why don't we have anybody who's going to... I mean, I know it's quarantine, but we wanted like a pool to go to. Yeah. But we just kind of hung out. Like it was just a small few of us that we had drinks and on what, like Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, we thought it was a good idea to go rollerblading. Yeah, that's at, like our new thing. We go rollerblading all the time. Yeah. Where'd you guys go rollerblading? <laughs> <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> so the Hollywood Reservoir has a trail which was recommended highly online for to be like a good rollerblading trail. Um, it's not. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was it's about not, to ask. It's not. Oh, it's it's a lot so, of um, rough ground and uh, pebbles. And I mean, it's like, it's a pathway, like a decent sized yeah. pathway. It's good for somebody who's, it's not like super elevated either. And it's good for somebody who maybe is like running or walking or right. riding a bike. But uh, rollerblading was not. No, it, well, it, it was like on Yelp, it was like one of the like the best places. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we need to put a review and tell people <laughs> not to do it. Don't go. Don't go, girl. We have, there were just like some other people that showed up to go rollerblading. And we were like yelling to them. We're like, it, don't do it. Because they were just about to start. <laughs> we, we just finished. We're like, don't, it's not worth it. Trust me. You're going to be like try, trying to catch your balance the majority of the time. These people are walking past you. You look funny because you're like kind of walking in your blades because you like can't really. Are looking Roll. at us crazy, like yeah. y'all are stupid. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm shocked you guys just didn't go to like Santa Monica or something. We've done that. We've done that. Yeah, we just thought we'd try this a little bit closer. And it said it, it was one reviews. of the yeah. It said it was one of the best places to rollerblade in LA. So we thought. You I wonder know, how old that review was. It must maybe be the paved the paved way was like smoother back then, and now it's just not. I don't know. Yeah, but. it was just we were like we were shook. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> I was like, we messed up our our wheels on our skates. Yeah. Yeah, which like so mad. So we'll never do that again. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're running or jogging or biking, it's a great place to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have, to ch- I'll have to check it out because I've been running every day. Lately. It's 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 around the reservoir. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. It's really pretty. Yeah. It's really it's gorgeous, and it's kind of one of those secrets in in LA. Like a lot of people don't know about it, so it's not overrun with people. Or at least when we were there. Yeah. It, it wasn't was that it. super. It wasn't super crowded. Yeah. Anyways, um, so on to current events, right? So I think right now everybody's just really kind of in a state because of this whole um, George Floyd situation, right? Yeah, yeah, it's really messed me up a little bit, actually. It's messed me up yeah. too. Like last I've night just was been, hard. Yeah, Adam had a hard time. I mean, I did too. I was really angry, and I think it's just being here in LA and seeing like the riots mm-hmm. and the protest. And you know, I'm all down for a good protest and. You know, because I think people, especially here, a lot of people listening to our podcast need to remember that like pride started from protests, Mm -hmm. like protest marches and things which started prides, pride events. Mm -hmm. So um, I personally, I'm just going to say this, just speaking as a black person, a black man, we're just angry and fed up. It's just been too much of lives, people's lives being taken senselessly and there's been no justice. Everybody's angry. Everybody's mad, and rightfully so. Mm. And justice is just not swift enough. Because let's just be honest: if they moved quicker and arrested these officers, um, a lot of this wouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I am. I'm just mad. I'm over it. I'm mm. just like it. Enough is enough. Yeah, I agree. I think you know. I think yesterday was just like hard. I wasn't expecting what happened. Yeah. I wasn't, I mean, I knew there would be protests, but like the fires and the looting and the everything. And I get, I get the anger. I told, yeah. like, I don't get it maybe on the same level that you get it, yeah. but I, I understand where that comes from. Right. And it's just like, I just wasn't expecting to see like smoke. Well, because they came through our they came through our neighborhoods in West Hollywood yeah, and, and to Beverly Hills, yeah. and normally it's usually not in these neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's usually like downtown and urban areas and stuff like that. So, but it came through, and I think it was an eye opener for a lot of people. I mean, my my main concern is that now the. African-American community is going to be blamed for a lot of this vandalism exactly. when it's not yep. you that 
that are participating in this type of right. It act. was a lot of people. Yeah, it was a lot of people, and they're they're trying to be supportive, or they might have great intentions, and they want you to be heard. But it's all about how is it that you are trying to be heard. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be looting and vandalizing and setting things on fire, you're you're not going to be any better than the officer that you know murdered George Floyd. Yeah. on the streets. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know what you're looting. You don't know whose business that is. You know, like a, I know here in LA on Fairfax, there's a lot of small businesses that were looted and burned down and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you don't know whose businesses you burn. So I, I don't promote, I don't condone like, you know, rioting and looting. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I totally get where the anger is coming from, but let's not take away from the fact of the real cause here. Yeah. You know, because this is, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's got to stop. You know, and it needs to start at the top. Trump does not help. No. At all. Not As a matter of fact, he just flames the fire. Yeah, yeah, he fuels you know? the fire for so. sure. And I think what, what people need to understand too, and I was kind of mentioning this earlier, is that like people are already in kind of a fucked up state of mind because of the coronavirus. Totally. Like it's really messed with some people and people are angry about it. People are sad about it. People, people have lost like, their jobs. Yep. And like now... Not so, especially people who have lost their jobs. Now they have all this time to be even more angry about mm-hmm. this situation that is, uh, you know, stems from years and years of, you know, these things happening. But it's just like, it's just, it's like, I, I don't even know the word I'm looking for. It's like I know exaggerated, you, you know, it's yeah. like the anger I mean, look at, is like let's, bigger. Let's look at individuals who own businesses, right? And they have to close their doors because they can't afford to pay their employees and it's temporary and in their mind it's temporary. And now you have this protest that's happening and then you have people vandalizing your business. Like how much angrier are you going to get at the political system, at the justice system? Yeah. It's, it's going to web and, and spiral out of control mm -hmm. into this entire like tornado of hate. And we're not really attacking the, the issue or the problem directly we're swirling around the issue, creating more dust. Right. But I think everybody's just mad yeah. because it's just been happening and happening. I mean, we can sit here and rattle off names of people that are that our lives have been taken senselessly from like police officers and justice has not been served. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of those police officers, I believe, have still not been charged. And it's like why have they not been charged? They're all, they all took a part of it. They all let that happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just to see this in broad daylight. Like we are not even safe in broad daylight. I know. It just is infuriating. Yeah. You know, and it's like the knee that that police officer took is not the right knee. The knee that Colin Kaepernick took, that's the knee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just is, it's infuriating. Mm-hmm. And I have two brothers, you know, and I worry about them. They're in Texas. I worry about them all the time. I worry about myself. And I always, t- I tell my friends, I'm like, if that were me, how would you feel? How mm-hmm. would you feel if that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it just, it's infuriating. Yeah. So America, we need to do better. Yeah. I know. I totally agree. And I, I have family that's in, in the justice system, if you will. My, uh, my brother's actually a fireman Yeah, and he wears a uniform mm-hmm. every day to work. And he's a person of color. Mm-hmm. And he, he is. We are. We are not American. We are Middle Eastern, mm-hmm. and he looks more Middle Eastern than, than I do. Yeah. And so I feel for him, and I get very concerned for him because mm-hmm. people are going to just go for the people in uniform because they're going to associate that anger, that fear, that 
un, that super oppressed nature towards anybody that is in an official uniform, in a government uniform. Yeah. Well, the sad thing about that, and I've told this to Adam before, is like when I see a police officer, I should not feel scared. Mm-hmm. I should not be like, fuck, that's a police officer. Like if he stops me, like... Am I going to be harassed? Like, you should feel safe to see a police You should officer. be like, that's my friend. Yeah. That's yeah. somebody who's got my back. You know back. what I mean? Uh, but I can just say As long as that, you're not doing, like, shady stuff. Yeah, if you're not doing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, was, right. I wasn't dealing drugs. <laughs> right. just but, if, but if I get stopped for, a tra- a, a, like, a, yeah. a, a ticket, yeah. I'm like, fuck, let me put my hands on the steering wheel. Let me not move. Let mm-hmm. me let him come. You know what I mean? Like, I, it just is, but you're taught that as, yeah. a, as a black kid growing up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't want to get too deep into it because you know we're. I don't want us to all be angry. Yeah. About this. No, I mean, all, all I can say is a person that is considered a minority. Mm-hmm. That anger and violence is not going to make your voice louder. It's just going to prove the people that you want to prove wrong, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, I, I don't condone the anger. I'm I mean, here I, for I the, condone I'm, the anger. I don't condone the violence. But I'm just saying, yeah. people are pissed and they're fed up. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, and like yeah. to touch back on, you know, you're talking about your family member that works and you said the my, my brother, yeah, he's a fireman. My uh, cousin, her boyfriend is uh, Chicago. He works for, you know, he's a police officer. So he luckily had off this weekend, um, but he's like kind of scared to go to work on Tuesday because if this stuff is still going to be going on, he's like, I'm a black police officer. Yeah. He's like, I, you know... Things are going to be said if there's protests going oh, on, yeah. you know. But so. here's the thing. Here's the here's the here's the thing. I was looking over on social media earlier today, and there were photos of African American of black people supporting and protecting yeah, an officers. officer that was yeah. like away from his group, and they're like, no, 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 he's trying to help. Yeah, like do yeah. not attack this human being. Yeah. and I think that we need to keep in mind that we are all humans. That yeah. our our race, our color. Yeah does not change the fact that we bleed the same color blood, that we feel the same hurt, that we cry the same color tears. Yeah. We are all human beings and one attack on one human to another is just not appropriate. It's but not we okay. We need everybody to know. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's the thing. We need to, and this is why all these protests and everything are happening exactly. around the entire country. Yeah. It's just, I think that's why yesterday I was having such a hard time. Yeah. Like this is not just happening here. This is happening everywhere. All over but I'm the down, US I'm right down for the protests. It's yeah. Bad. I mean, peaceful yeah. protests. I'm down for that. Yeah, I agree. You know, because I can't be running around and stuff, but I'm down for the <laughs> you know, but not the looting, but I will say this. If you loot the Louis Vuitton store, go ahead and give me a bag. <laughs> just kidding. That's not okay. Uh, I mean, but if you want to. <laughs> I won't be mad if there's right. a bag sitting outside my door. <laughs> anyway, since we have Jonathan here, we're just going to get into it. But before we do, we're going to do our game analogy term because... I'm just telling you this for your own good. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Jonathan. Right. This so for you. Adam's going to tell us our term. Uh, so today our game analogy term is beefcake. Um, it's what Jonathan is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the definition of beefcake. Okay. No, um, it, it, it's usually like a gay muscular man um, who spends most of his time at the gym and the rest of it scooping spoonfuls of protein <laughs> supplement into his post Protein workout shakes. I mean, that is Jonathan. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna scream about that. I mean, I see no lies there. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's go. So, 
since like fitness and health is like your your thing, mm-hmm. when did you get into it? Um, I would say that I got uh, I started my journey into fitness when I got into high school. So I was um, bullied all throughout elementary and junior high, and I was never fit. Um, and my my brother, who is actually my fraternal twin. I keep forgetting you have a twin. I know, yeah. It just throws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even think I knew this. I, yes. I forget. So um, we were born is a minute cute? apart. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? You're like, hold up. <laughs> I mean, to answer that in short, what? no. Oh, I hope he's not going to listen to this. But um, so he was the more athletic one, and he was naturally the more charismatic one. And I was very... Um, quiet and subdued and artistic and my goal for high school which was like my new era for myself was I'm going to be the jock so I joined sports teams and I started like my journey in fitness so I wasn't that great and then I started weightlifting when I was 17 when they offered it to me as um a seventh period class that I could take as an elective I don't even think I had that as an yeah, I, I don't school. think we had that either that ain't fair Anyways, good, good for you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was my that was my introduction into fitness. Was I doing it properly? Most likely not. I pr- I don't think I was even doing it properly until I was about like in my early to mid twenties when I got certified. But what made you want to take it seriously, like as a profession? I mean, here's the thing: as uh, a young gay kid um, struggling with his sexuality, your goal is to be liked. You want to be accepted and liked and the easiest way out without having to actually tell people that you're gay is to look good because people want to be friends with people who look good. So that was my, that was my MO until I was about 19 until I came out. And then after that, it was like, well, now I, I, I said the thing. I said the big, yeah. the big surprise. Yeah, because once you say it, there's no going back. There's yeah. definitely no going back. Say it out loud. Yeah. Once you say it out loud, it's a wrap. Yeah. You know. So no, wait, no, just kidding. <laughs> I Take know. it back. I don't, I don't like the dick. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that never happens. <laughs> uh, right? Crazy. Or just like blame it on a drunk night. Like, I was just one night. I was drunk. Right. I was just experimenting. Um, so, but yeah, no. When I when I came out, I in fact I actually took it more seriously when I came out. Yeah. So did you go to school for it or was it just something you just picked up? Like, you know. So first it was a hobby. And then um, I went to college and got my undergrad. I was actually pre-med before. And then my mom, being the codependent Middle Eastern woman that she is, um, (laughs) would not let me go away to college to complete my undergraduate to get into med school. So Yeah. Shockingly enough, she pushed me hard enough to become a doctor but she didn't want to let <laughs> she me. She said, you got to do it right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's like, you cannot leave the four walls of this house. Um, mm-hmm. And so I ended up getting a undergrad in nutrition science. Oh, that's cool. So that's how you know all that nutrition stuff. Yeah. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, that stuff makes zero sense to me. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Cause I've seen on your Instagram, some of the things that you cook and make, and I was like, I should get him to do that for me, mm-hmm. but I really can't afford your rate. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the funny part was um, the irony behind all of it is that um, I actually had an eating disorder in high school. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was actually anorexic. Um, I took a hydroxy cut when it had ephedra in it. Oh, I took that. I don't and, know if it had ephedra in it, though. Uh, I was 16 at the time. So the guy jeans, he sold it to me at, at 16 years old. 
and I was basically starving myself all day and I would only eat one small meal at like 10.30 when I had nutrition and I would go to cross country um, and practice for about an hour and a half and during my seventh period, which was like 15 minutes long, I would weight lift wow. and I would do that all basically starved and like how and on diet pills. It's like, I, I just die. Like, like, if I don't eat like three hours before I work out, I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm going to faint. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> my blood sugar. You try being like a five foot six chubby looking <laughs> kid and your brother can run a four eleven minute mile. I mean, you're going to do anything to that's, look good that's mm. a lot though mm-hmm. i mean it was it was definitely a lot i mean i de- dealt with a lot of um mental mental health issues where like i would look at food want to eat it and then i would feel really guilty if i did eat it to the point where i would like work out for about an hour and a half purposefully as a punishment because you ate that yeah it was more of like a conditioning versus yeah something to do because I love it. I'm glad you said that, though, because a lot of guys particularly have, especially gay guys particularly, have, like, that, like, eating disorders or, like, body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a thing. It's a real thing. Because, I mean, as gay guys, I mean, when we look at just anything that is um, for us, it's like these guys with these amazing bodies, you Mm -hmm. know? And so in your head, you always feel like I have to look like that. I have to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, but you have to do it the right way. No, I, I mean, it's not easy. I will say that it's not easy. I think that's, that's the problem. I think that in our culture, in our society that we want want it now, we want it now. We, we don't want to work months and months and months. We want it within 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And that's why I feel like he wants an instant result steroid use in like our culture which we'll probably talk about yep. well we um, can get into it now yeah, we, <laughs> get into I, was, it now. I was gonna ask you what your view was yeah on i think that steroid use in the gay culture is very abused um and i think that people make it very blase where it's like oh yeah like it, it's I almost as if drink yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost as if like i had my coffee in the morning it's mm-hmm. like so simple to talk about but you really need to look at the repercussions of taking steroids I'm I'm not I, I wouldn't say that I'm against it because I've done them, but I've done them under the view of my medical practitioner. Yeah. Where they've tested all of my blood and made sure that I was healthy and I was safe mm-hmm. and I wasn't necessarily doing it like under wraps yeah. and like high dosing myself to where I end up breaking out, losing my hair and my testos like my testicles end up shrinking. Mm. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I'm like this overcompensated gay man that can't perform in bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, those back pimples are not the business. Yeah, they are not cute. <laughs> they are no. not, those back pimples are not I mean, whatsoever. when was the last time you had somebody be like, hey, babe, can you really pop that white hair oh, on my back? Oh, that's so <laughs> I would be so mad. Like, I'm like, get out. Get out right now. <laughs> get up and out. There is the door. Yeah, yeah those back pimples. Uh, yeah, sometimes you can tell that you, you can definitely tell the boys that have been on... Um, too many cycles mm-hmm. of steroids. You can definitely yeah. tell the boys that use it wrong. I, I will say that I was natural up until my most recent ex relationship. So what made you go from natural to doing? He something? did. I, I wanted to see how my body would react. It was purely, it was purely more of a research based thing versus me wanting to 
Yeah, because like, you were look, already like, look amazing. Huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I want to see how my body reacts and I want to see how I react because I, if I'm going to be talking about this, like I need to have at least tried it on a scientific level. So um, he and I, like we purchased our cycle around mm-hmm. and um, he and I would inject each other. Uh, see, that's... And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not scared of injecting. Like mm-hmm. I'm actually really good because my mom was a phlebotomist. So I learned how to inject and like intramuscular injection and I actually teach that because I'm a high school teacher if you didn't know that oh that's right I teach high school Um, (laughs) wait what do you teach I teach sports medicine uh, patient care pathway so that wait that's a subject in high school yeah 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 so I teach because we only had PE and health I well so it's different it's actually different (laughs) right (laughs) and I hated fucking PE yeah but I I actually teach um, I teach medical terminology so students have to like learn what doctors kind of know um, on a like intramedical level. I did not have that in yeah. school. Yeah, and, and then I also teach kinesiology where I certify my kids to become personal trainers once they are seniors ready to graduate. See, times have changed, yeah. child, because we did not have that. Yeah. Like, And also, I didn't have any like young teachers. Like My teachers were like old. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, there might have been like one or two, but... Mm-hmm. I only have like old teachers. I think, I'm the, I think <laughs> at my school, I might be the youngest teacher at my school. Yeah. Do those kids try to hit on you? <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Um, I had I had one instance. I had one instance where um, I had a teacher come up to me and he was just like, hey, your students have been flashing your social media all over school. And um, it, I would like to say that it's slightly inappropriate. And I was like, why? Because I'm shirtless and I, I, I have a decent physique. Like mm-hmm. it's these kids, these students. It's have, not like you're promoting it. No, I'm not. But <laughs> but these kids have access to far worse than what I'm yeah. posting on social media. So, in fact, I'm, I'm probably doing them a service if they do follow me because they get to actually see what a real person looks like versus somebody who's like hopped up on steroids Mm -hmm. and is promoting like a meal prep brand that they probably don't even eat. Mm -hmm. Well, social media is just normal for these kids these days anyways. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like a different time. Oh my God, not to digress, but like I had kids that were excited to show me a student fight happening and it was between two girls and one of the girls was actually in my class Mm -hmm. and they were both wearing different colored pants. So one was wearing orange, one was wearing purple. Mm -hmm. So they titled the fight orange versus purple. And the girl in the purple pants was actually one of my kids who was a senior. And there, it was a a crowd of 500 students recording this. 500 students. Yeah. On school campus and they were not allowing any sort of administrator to stop this fight because they wanted to record it. So we're in an age where mm-hmm. it's all about content. It's all about yep. excitement. Yeah. It's not about like... It's too much. Mm-hmm. It really is. It, it's just too much. That's I'm the sorry. age that we, we're in right now. I know, but like, like it's too much. Like I mean, even yesterday when we were out like protesting, everybody has... I mean, yeah. I, I was probably somewhat guilty of it too, but... But everybody had everybody cameras, has cameras out. Mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, they want to put this on social media. Yeah. And so, but granted, that has a little bit different effect because of the situation. Right, but, but sometimes people yeah. just... Yeah, like my brother was like, I'm taking a social media break just the other day. He's like, I can't take it. Yeah. He's like, I, I just need a break, so... I want I do want to jump back to the steroid thing. Yeah, really yeah, quick. yeah, of so, course. So you tried it. I tried and, it. And, and what are your like thoughts about um, how your body did so react I, to it? I will say, I will say that if you are somebody who absolutely 
needs to use steroids for more hormonal reasons because of age, because of genetics, Mm -hmm. then go for it. But if you're somebody that just wants to look good aesthetically and you're Mm -hmm. just not willing to put in the hard work, it's, it's not worth it for the long run because steroids in my, in my opinion, um, and I mind you, I'm not like a professional as far as like injecting, you know, liquids into your body. Um, I think that steroids just basically speed up the healing process and give your body more of what it naturally produces. Mm -hmm. And if you can produce that healthily as a human being, then there's no need for you to be on steroids. But if you're, if you go to the doctor and your doctor's like, Hey, yo, your test is very low. I think you should be on a low dose of test. Great. Do it. Mm Mm-hmm. But if yeah, you're a health- like medical professional, exactly. you that. yeah. But if if you're a person that just has an ego problem mm-hmm. and you want to be the biggest, the strongest, look the sexiest, mm-hmm. you might want to double check with yourself. And mm-hmm. I mean, I want to look the sexiest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could. That's the thing. I you can't. It's the, again. The, yeah, yeah. the problem is, it's just like we in the gay culture. We want it now because we see it all over yeah, social we media. Do. We, mm-hmm. see, we see it on underwear ads. We see it on um, go good dancers and yeah. younger individuals. But you also don't know how a lot of people got to where they got yeah. to. So, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I I will say I will say wholeheartedly that I was one hundred percent natural. Never used anything up until my last relationship, which was like last year. But I knew you before that and you didn't even need to do that. I know that's what I was going to say because you you had a really good physique since I met you. So did you notice the big difference? I did. Actually, I did. Really? So I gained a ton of weight. So I... I went from like you might have gotten bigger, and I just didn't realize because you were already already like probably really, really not. Good shape. But like I, re- I, I went from like a hundred and like seventy five pounds, like sitting naturally, to almost two hundred pounds, mm-hmm. and none of my clothes fit. I, Ooh, I see that's not okay. <laughs> I felt like I looked like a rectangle. I I put on a suit. <laughs> I put on a, I put on a suit for a wedding. And that I was in, and I I look at pictures now, and I look like a stuffed sausage. Did I not, <laughs> did I not say anything to you regarding this? Because you know I'm always. I don't like, think you. I don't you think you I'm did. Like, I don't think you did. Because you know, normally I'm like. Um. <laughs> like I guess maybe now that you're saying it, maybe I noticed you did get bigger, but I don't. I think I just assumed you were just. It was you were working out. No, I was, and and, and I, I will say that I had a really bad reaction to the injections because I was getting welts so big on my butt that I couldn't actually sit down for a week. Like it was painful to sit on the side that I injected on for a week. And there were times when the entire injection site and maybe like two inches surrounding the injection site was really inflamed and red. (sighs) Um, And it could have been a reaction to the actual steroid itself Mm -hmm. and where I got it from. So, I, you have to be very careful. Mm-hmm. You need to consult a medical yeah. professional. You cannot just like go to a back alley and buy vials from a guy out of his that. trunk. But they do because it's cheap, it's quick, you can get it now. Mm-hmm. And all you need to do is just insert into your body and you yeah. and the, and, have insta muscle. Like, the thing that like just I don't I guess I have such a hard time understanding is a lot of these guys that do steroids because they want that aesthetic, they want that look, mm-hmm. you know. They 
they're doing it, but they're also taking other drugs on top of it because a lot of these guys oh, that are true. doing steroids are also going and they do party drugs. They go out to parties. Yes. And, it, and I feel like those are the guys that die before oh, God, anybody yeah. else that from a drug overdose because often. they have high levels of drugs from steroids already in their body and then they're like uh, putting uh, more d- drugs in them. Essentially, they're going through organ failure. Mm-hmm. So when you do any sort of injection, um, you have to understand that even though it goes directly into the blood, your body is going to process all of your blood through the kidneys and the liver. So if you're doing that along with oral drugs, those oral drugs are also mm-hmm. going through your stomach, your intestines, mm-hmm. and then it's going to get through your bloodstream and then your liver. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going through more organs when you take something orally than it is um, with an injectable substance. Yeah. So, um, and I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever understood or know this but like i learned this last year that circuit individuals like to do booty bumps oh yeah i've oh, heard yeah. Of, i've heard I've about heard this that. Yeah. That. Yeah. we have never done that okay. <laughs> yeah we have not okay. we go to circuit parties for, for, for all of you out there that don't know what a booty bump is it's essentially when you take a drug and liquefy it and put it up your booty hole because <laughs> it's faster. It's faster. The tissue in your plants. the yeah. tissue in your rectum is a lot thinner, so it allows your blood or your body to absorb whatever you're putting in there quicker, um, which allows for a quicker high, mm-hmm. faster. I don't I don't know if it lasts longer, but mm-hmm. I just know it's quicker absorption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, none of us have done that. <laughs> so that's that. I've heard about it though. Right, and I would not be doing that. Nope. Um, well, let's talk about a little bit of nutrition. Well, actually, yeah, let's talk about a little bit of nutrition. So I, Adam and I are both pescatarians. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, only eat seafood, but we don't eat any like yeah, meat I, or I anything. Co- I copied Stephen. <laughs> right. He well, was like, I'm a pescatarian. I'm like, I guess I want to do it. like, ooh, I'm going to do that too. It only took me a couple years. But. I know, but now it's so funny because he can't even like think of like eating meat. Like it's so gross to yeah. him, but it is to me too. But um and not saying that everybody should do what we do. Do you? Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of diet do you do? Um, I've well, so I've actually tried like a lot of different diets. Um, so it just depends on what what am I trying to achieve for that time being. So when I'm prepping for a bodybuilding competition, because I'm a competitive bodybuilder, right? Um, I'll go through a strict caloric diet. So it doesn't really matter the type of protein. I just have to stay within my caloric range and how many like carbs, protein, and fat that I'm consuming in a day. But you eat everything, like meats and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I went through a phase after my most recent bodybuilding competition where I was full vegetarian and the only animal byproduct I was consuming was eggs. So everything else was like tofu and all that fun stuff. And um, I actually found that I was um, the strongest in the gym that I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And I was sleeping better. My skin looked great. I was I'm in so a, happy you're saying all these I was things. In a, I remember <laughs> when you were doing this. I remember this from yeah, your Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was in a better mood. The only problem is socially, in the gay culture, people will make fun of you for being plant-based. So how, what, they don't, who cares? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like, uh, I'm like, it's not that it affected me because like I've gone out even when I'm dieting and you've seen me out You've seen mm-hmm. me out when I, both of you have seen me out when I'm like dieting for a competition. Yeah. I don't drink a drop of alcohol. Well, I make fun of you for I, that. I, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, aren't you thirsty? <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with you? 
<laughs> I, I don't eat at any like restaurant. I'll bring my food in, in Tupperware. Like mm-hmm. I will do the whole Yeah, the but whole if thing. you're bodybuilding, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean if you're in a competition, you yeah. have to do that. You have you to know? be strict. Yeah, you gotta do that. But like everything else, I'm like, that's cool for me, except for the no alcohol. I'm like, girl, you all right? Like, <laughs> right? I know. It's funny you say that though, about like being being vegetarian and like having more energy and all these benefits because I just feel like people automatically think that you're gonna like shrink up and like not have as much muscle because you're not getting no. protein. But there's yeah. so much protein you can still get. You gotta do it based. right. I th- I think that um, with being vegetarian for such a long time, which six months might not be a long time for many people, but <laughs> for, it, like, for me it was, it was, it was, it was like, a long time for me. Six months. Um, <laughs> and being Middle Eastern, you eat a lot of like red meats yeah, and chickens and fishes and stuff. So I would say that it just takes a lot of like planning and organization. And for anybody that says that it's too tough or too difficult, I think that it's just pure laziness. Mm-hmm. I think that there are a lot of plant-based protein sources out there oh, you, sure. you just need to do your research mm-hmm. and plan it in advance and if you're planning on going to like a restaurant or a social yeah. gathering either look at the menu or just eat ahead of time so you don't have to consume or pull the, the food waiter there. aside they can i was i was vegan for a while people are usually well around here people are usually only too happy to help you like kind of come up with a different alternate on, mm. on the menu. Absolutely. So. I, I think that there's just a stigma because if you've seen in the movies where like the girl is usually like, she pulls down her sunglasses, she's like, excuse me, is this vegan? Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's just like this really obnoxious, like, right. Well, it like, can be. Exactly. Yeah. I think that if yeah. you're just very like humbled by it and be mm. like, Hey, look, I, I respect like everything that you yeah. do. Like, can you just let me know what are the vegan options available for me? Right. And if you humble like yourself nothing, that way, <laughs> like exactly, <laughs> right? You only serve meat. <laughs> Get um, yeah. Do you do a food service? Um, food so services? like as in me personally, or do I provide one? Well, both. Uh, so I do provide one. Um, I drive to freaking Palm Springs for that. But you mm. make them yourself, right? I do, I do. So I actually meet with my clients and I do a full nutrition counseling intake. So it's an assessment that takes about an hour. And then from there, we break apart like out food allergies, um, their preferences of like flavors, and then I basically create them a meal plan on their fitness goals. See, I need to do that, but mm. I'm gonna have to cook it myself because <laughs> I mean, I could teach <laughs> the, you the cooking and delivery. You're gonna cost me too much money. I could, I could teach you. We're in a quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I could teach you, but like in all honesty, like when I when I make my own food for the week, I find more joy in that because I already know what I have. I don't need to spend more money out. Yeah, if, but but the difference though is like. You, I've seen the things that you make. You are good at that. You know what you're doing. So like, like for instance, myself, I don't have that, um, that skill of like knowing how to put different foods and spices and things together. Like I'm very basic, mm-hmm. but I've seen some of the things you do. You're like, oh, look, I just made some pizza out of a celery stick. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's vegan. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some of the things you make, I'm like, this bitch just made some brownies out of nuts. <laughs> like, you know, like, um, so you're really good at that, you know, and it looks tasty. I mean, so. it's, it's honestly, it's, it truly comes from like a passionate place. I love food. If I could, I would go back in time and I'd go to like culinary school and yeah. become a chef. That's cool. Because food, food has kind of been instilled in me as 
more than just a necessity. It's, it's part of my identity, my mm-hmm. culture. And when we have gatherings, it's usually around food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The kitchen needs to be the biggest place. And mm-hmm. that's why when I look at apartments or like a home, right? The first place I look mm-hmm. is the kitchen, kitchen because yeah. I want to see, yeah. can I entertain there? Can I bring people in? Can I create a community in a small space? Mm-hmm. Everybody and, ends up at the kitchen. Even exactly. when I have parties here, yeah, we're, always, up, like, we're yeah. always right here yeah. in the kitchen. So, And that's statistically where everybody gathers. Like yeah. nobody really gathers in the living room. No. Nobody really gathers like in the dining area. I feel like for us though, it's because everybody wants to be closest to the alcohol. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, girl, we're going to need to fill up again. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I, I, I get that though. My father was a chef, so I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. So I came, I came from a, a family of cooks. My grandma taught me how to cook. My mom taught me how to cook. My dad actually ironically taught me how to bake. So no, that's not ironic. That's a good thing. Like, well, usually the man doesn't bake. <laughs> well, times are changing. Times are changing. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I fell in love with food um, from my family. So, yeah. food has been an inspiration to me. And if I can spe- spread that information and education to um, anybody and everybody that wants to learn, mm-hmm. then I'm for it. Yeah, it's really important. It's super important, especially yeah. if you want to be like fit and in shape. I mean, it, it really starts with the diet and. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you. So, I have just started um, my exercises with jump ropes, cross rope. So that's my latest thing. I ordered my cross ropes. <laughs> They're supposed to be on Wednesday, and I'm hoping there's not a delay because you know all the stuff has been happening mm-hmm. around here, and I'm loving it. But you know, I I was doing base camp, and you taught at base camp for a while. I mean, I still do base camp, but I needed to like. Um, add something else to it. And I'm being real serious about eating healthy mm-hmm. and working out because we are renting a house in Palm Springs in July. And I don't <laughs> want to be Pillsbury dual boy at the pool. So, <laughs> you know, we've been stuck inside for a minute. Yeah. I'm like, I got to make my debut. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I've been doing like crossroad, but you know, there's so many like different types of gyms and fads. Like, you know, it, this month it's like, this is popular next month. It's that, or this type of gym, there's CrossFit, there's berries, there's, well, I guess berries is CrossFit, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, so what do you think about that? Like the different types of fads? Um, I think that when it comes to gym fads or like workout fads, it's a fad if it has a lifespan. Yeah. And the, why do you think bodybuilding is not a fad? It's a lifestyle. Right. No, because it has a lifespan. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's 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 spanned so many years. Yeah. CrossFit, um, it's came, been around for a minute. It's still though. relevant, but yeah. like it's not as popular, right? Yeah. Because of all of the injury stuff that people keep talking about. So, and then you had Total Gym, and then you had Jane Fonda, and oh, then you okay, had- but Jane needs to come back. Like Jane, okay, <laughs> let's not get it twisted. Jane Fonda and Richard Simmons, like okay, the original '80s aerobics. We can have that right on back. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, um, we have access. I think it's changed and it's become fads because now we're we're finding more technology, newer technology, yeah. better technology that we can enhance. The basics. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, you don't need all of those fancy machines to just be a fit human. Mm -hmm. It's not about like the fad. It's about what works for you. It's about how your body responds Mm -hmm. to the stimulus because it's basically a stimulus. Mm -hmm. And it's about what equipment do you have available. Right. So if you don't have much and say, for example, you have none 
and all you have is your living room, there are tons of body weight workout programs that you can do and still see results. Mm-hmm. If all you have is a jump rope and a couple dumbbells, there are workouts that you can do that you can do on top of the body weight workouts that you have available. So I would assume and state that body weight would be the most basic formats of working out that hurts you know what but i'm old and fabulous and i look amazing let's, let's not get it twisted but those I mean, are the ones that make me the most out of breath though. okay because like, adam and george oh was trying to do the um base camp and they were like no man no, i quit that real quick <laughs> it's too much adam was like i feel like i might grow up <laughs> i mean i remember like in my very first like first year of being a fitness professional I, I had to um, get, I was certified in yoga and spin um, within the same company. And so I would have to take three spin classes in a day. That's too much. And take two yoga classes in a day to become certified. So talk about being out of breath. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're sitting there in the same sort of clothes for about four hours. Yeah. I mean, I'm personally good with cardio. Like, I can cardio is fine for me. I think you never do cardio. And see, it's because it's I like I've, I've always struggled with being like too skinny. So like for Steven, me, Steven, I don't want to bring this up, but like remember at base camp when all you would do is just talk to your partner on That's the bike. That's a lie. <laughs> that, is, that is a flat oh out lie. Because She's getting red over no, and over today. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you why that's a flat out lie. Because one, they had a note by my name that said I don't share bikes unless I absolutely have to because I'm a germaphobe yeah. and I hate when people sweat all over the yeah. place. So. Oh, yeah, that's a flat out lie. <laughs> and you were just happy when I took your class because you know I was giving you to look like bitch, get it together. <laughs> like, come on now. Mm-hmm. No, I was said, said said the queen that walked out during abs every time. Oh, I had things to do. <laughs> like, I, needed to, I needed actually I needed to get to Trader Joe's before they closed because there was no sprouts at the time. But you crazy. came at like eleven. That's a lie, because I'm working at eleven. On the weekends? Oh, on the weekends. Yeah, no, well, I came at one. Different. I came at one on weekends the weekends. Are 12 and one, because I can't get going that early on the weekends. I'm, Chances are we were out the night before. Yeah, right? that's what I'm rough. saying. I'm, I'm slow on the weekends. If you saw me in class before noon, that Ooh. means I didn't go out. Well, that's and, a pat on the back in itself. Right, and I always went out. So, no, look, don't try me. Mm. Uh-uh, you know, I'm always ready, always on it. I was always good at cardio, but that's always because, like, I ran track. I taught dance for years. Like, cardio was never an issue for me really. But when you start throwing your body weight around and you start telling me to do burpees, that's when I'm looking at you crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to do these toe touches. I'm just going to touch my toes. And come back. <laughs> that's a burpee. <laughs> right? That's one. <laughs> it's just those body weights. Sometimes, you know what it is? Body weight is easier when you're in a class environment, when you're at home during the quarantine by yourself it's really hard to motivate yourself sometimes to do some of the things like when you're following like somebody else. Like if I'm watching your videos and you're doing something like like a burpee or something like that, sometimes when you're at home by yourself, like the motivation, you're just like, yeah. I'm not going like to do that. Like not fully there. I'm, I mean, quarantine is a special situation. Yes. Like some people are just in general having a hard time getting motivated to do anything yes. at all because it's just people are a little depressed, you know? Right. So and like, you're stuck in your house. Do you have a lot of clients actually that have like reached out more? So I currently of- am training all my clients that I would train in person via Zoom. 
Okay. So we'll do Zoom sessions, and I have like a spare room. But see, it's easier if you do it live. <laughs> You're trying to yell at them on Zoom, but it's like right. breaking out a little it's bit. Like, <laughs> it's like breaking out, or they're like, oh my God, wait one second, my phone is ringing, and they walk off camera, and I'm like, where are you going? Like, we need to train. Yeah. Um, but, but, I, have, I have a client that I, I appreciate and, and love. But um, it's so funny. There are times like during our Zoom session, she'll like just like walk up to the camera and all I see is like her eye and maybe part of her nose. And she's like texting on her computer as we're like Zoom oh, training. Mm -hmm. And then it like eats away at our time. So like as a professional, I get frustrated because I'm just like, yo, let's just keep going. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tear your like if you're working, though, because like I try to do like new mm -hmm. workouts. A lot of times it's very hard to tear yourself away from like your computer because like I know that like. I know that like if I'm doing something um, and there's like, say you get like 30 second break between the next thing, I'll go check my emails. And like, I have to like try to get myself to not do that. And, and that's the thing. It's, it's being able to break away from your phone and like all the other external yeah. things that can, can get you away from the, the present moment. And that's where the change happens is when you're 100% mm -hmm. focused and you give 100% of your attention to the thing that you are focused on at that moment. Gotcha. Cause yeah. I find myself like that too. Yeah. Okay. So what have you actually been doing to stay motivated during this time in quarantine? Oh Cause boy. I feel like there's like way more pressure on you. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look good girl. I mean, I, I would say that's motivation in and of itself. Um, is, the motivation for me is the fact that I don't want to be a contradiction. So I want to be able to practice what I preach. Mm -hmm. So if I'm telling people to stay motivated or to work out or do something to better themselves, I'm not going to be sitting on the couch eating gummy bears all day Bond long. I'd like that. <laughs> no, I, I really, yeah. I really like that. It's almost like when you look for a personal trainer, like if they don't look the part, mm. they move on to the next person. I would almost feel like I would be a fraud. Yeah. That's, that's genuinely yeah. what I would feel like. I feel like I would be a fake, a phony, a fraud, whatever you want to call it. Um, if I'm some sort of fitness professional that is telling you to do something or to be something, but I can't seem to man up and do it myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's the, this is why I have a very big um, disdain for certain fitness influencers because they'll sit there and promote just to make a buck. But do they really use that program? Probably right. not. Mm -hmm. Do they use that meal prep? Probably not. Do they do what they ask you to do? Probably not. Yeah. So, because um, I want to see you doing it too. Yeah, exactly. like do you work out alongside like during your sessions, or you like just no, no, no. On I would, I would deem that extremely unprofessional okay. because I want to be able to focus solely on my client and their mm -hmm. form and their technique. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but, but I mean, we, we can see that he does it by you know, but yeah, like I mean, that doesn't mean I'm look. not going to do it on my own. Yeah, yeah. I'm. You know. But no, yeah, I, I mean, I would say that it's unfair for fitness professionals to call themselves professionals when they don't practice what they preach. I, agree. I think that in any profession, whether it's medicine, whether it's um, fitness, whether it's, you know, even advertising, right? Don't tell your clientele to, to do something that you're not going to do on your own. Mm -hmm. That's, it's so contradictory. It's so phony and it doesn't make you an authentic professional. Yeah, And I think that that's what the world needs in a world of transparency with social media and being able to record things on the fly and mm -hmm. having that kind of access, there is no room for you to 
error or fault in that way. Um, it might, if, if you're a professional that's like on a different program and you want to address that, sure, great, address that. Mm-hmm. I know people that look like me but that are power uh, power lifters. Um, I'm not a power, power lifter. Tops. I'm a uh, power. <laughs> <laughs> but they're power tops. They're power tops. Um, <laughs> hey, they could be a power bottom. You never know. I know. I was like, wait, what are you saying? Um, <laughs> but they're, you know, they're they're in a completely different sport than I am. I'm mm. in a I'm a bodybuilder, so that's so different than the training program that I would have somebody who's a power lifter do. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's it's what I'm trying to promote, I guess now with quarantine is just general health and fitness. Just be healthy, be active, be fit, do the thing that you need to do to be that version of yourself versus sitting on the couch, watching everything on Netflix and Disney plus and Mm -hmm. eating everything in your fridge. I mean, you can do a little bit of both. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) No, I am not. I'm on my stuff now. Yeah. Um, But anyway, that's good. No. And thank you for that. And I mean, it's been, Really great, like talking to you. I'm I'm really gonna hit you up for the nutrition plan, though. I'm not kidding. I know you think I'm lying, but I, I mean, I'm gonna send you my bill. Well, I'm gonna act like I didn't get it. I'm I'll, like, I'll, I'll let you test drive that first. <laughs> like you go I'll first. I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> like you go first. I'll wait. Um, but before you go, uh, we're gonna give you a little, ma'am. ma'am what, what do, do you, you think? think? So Adam's going to take the card. Oh, God, I'm nervous. I know. Well, so it's just going to be a random card, and we're going to ask you what you think, and then you're going to answer first. Yeah, you'll answer first. It'll probably turn into a Oh, goodness. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) It's always fun. It's always fun. (laughs) Okay. So, ma'am, what do you think about crazy anal orgasms? (laughs) Man. um... (laughs) Oh, my God. I saw it. it was just like That's, perfect. I, okay. I, <laughs> I mean, I can coming. only say that I've only had two in my entire life. Um, so, what did you think about those two? <laughs> <laughs> Memorable? Memorable. Thank God it was hands free. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> um, and it never happened ever again after that. Oh, that's sad. How do you know what an anal orgasm is? Like, Seriously, you, like, come from like someone fucking you. Oh, think of, it, think of it. Think of it like a. Um, think of it like a prostate massage times twenty. You've never had that, have you? <laughs> I feel so sad like, for you right now. I mean, I, maybe I have, but maybe not a lot. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You, if you don't know, you, it hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah, you would, you, would, you would definitely yeah, know. It's, it's way different than a regular I feel like orgasm. I can't really answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> because you're more of a top. Right. So I feel like, I mean, I don't know. Okay, next, Adam. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> That's it. I Bottom love line, them. Period. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing bad about it. If somebody had like an anal orgasm and they're like, "Oh, that was horrible," I'd be like, "Wait, I don't understand." Like, yeah. I mean, I think good. I think statistically, women have higher percentage of anal orgasms than men do. Why? Why? They don't have a prostate. Yeah, but I feel like. I've, from what I've heard, like what women are you talking to? <laughs> I've heard, I've heard that that women can orgasm actually from anal sex versus vaginal sex. Yeah, but don't you? Because if you think about, but if you think about it, if you think about it, most men don't know how to give a woman a proper orgasm via the vagina. <laughs> so like, put it in her butt. 
<laughs> this has gone south real, real, real quick. I think in terms of uh, the gay world, they're great. Well, okay, yeah. Let's just leave it at the gay world. I mean, you started bringing up some foreign things. <laughs> like, I don't understand that. I never put it in some gold but Like you bringing up foreign things none of us can attest to. <laughs> but yes, I mean, I mean, I... I think they're I think they're great if the guy knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've been complimented myself. Oh, Ooh. excuse me, ma'am. So, <laughs> so when should we hang out? <laughs> <laughs> Time and day, please. You're like, let, let me get my schedule. <laughs> like, Girl, we're in the quarantine. Y'all all got time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> More than enough. They have rubber gloves for the dick. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, on that note. Yeah. On that note, I think this episode's a wrap. I think, <laughs> right? I think we answered all. That. I think we answered that question. <laughs> Oh, but thank God. you so much for joining us. No, seriously. seriously, thank you guys for having me yeah. on this. It's 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 awesome to kind of spread the knowledge, and you guys are an amazing outlet to do that. Yeah, so. sure. And you're gonna have to come on again because you know, I, especially when it comes to health and fitness, you know, I admire you when it comes to that, and I love your knowledge when it comes to that. Maybe I don't tell you that often. <laughs> but maybe you should tell me that more. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll why, see. Why don't you tell the people where they can? Uh, Follow you on Instagram. Oh yeah, of course. Um, so on Instagram, my handle is John George underscore. So it's J O N G E O R G E underscore. Um, you will see a photo of me with some resistance bands, <laughs> probably naked. as per usual. <laughs> probably um, naked, which we don't mind. Yeah, that's maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my handle, and I I try to post workouts uh, at least two to three times a week. And um, they're either with minimal weight or minimal equipment to absolutely no equipment, and it's all body weight. So. Oh yeah, and give them your uh, TikTok because this one likes to dance too. It's the same thing. So it's John okay. George underscore, okay. which is at TikTok. There you have it. Because yeah. I can dance. I guess one, <laughs> this one. This one's got some rhythm. I'll get, I'll go ahead and give them that. I'll I about, mean, should we have a dance battle? Oh, Steven? this ain't what you want, boo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't get it twisted. <laughs> All right, before want. things get like <laughs> a little frisky here, um, and you guys can also follow uh, Stephen at. Uh, Green Eye Steve, Mia Adman two thousand five, and then obviously please follow our page at uh, Adam and Steve Podcast. Um, thank you all for listening. As always, we love the support that we have. Um, you know, remember that God made Adam and Eve, but He also made Adam and Steve. Any problems? Pray, pray about, about it. it.